Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, August 22, 2021, and released on Sunday, September 5, 2021. This week's message is titled, A Believer's Baptism, and the scripture reference is Acts, chapter 8, verses 35 through 38, Romans, chapter 10, verses 15 through 17, John, chapter 14, verse 6. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. <laughs> Show me your way, O Lord. Teach me your path, O Lord. Guide me in truth for you are my God. My hope is All the day long, oh Lord, you give me peace, you make me strong, I am not troubled, I'm not afraid, in your presence, worries all fade. I give you thanks with joyful soul. I give you praise. Show me your ways, O oh Lord. Teach me your path, O oh Lord. Guide me in truth, for you are my God. My hope is in you, oh Lord, all the day long, oh Lord, you give me peace, you make me strong, I am not troubled, I'm not afraid, in your presence. I give you thanks with joyful soul. I give you praise. My hope is in you, Lord. I give you praise. How many praise the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. Today, if the Lord will allow me to talk, because I have so much congestion. But we're going to talk about a believer's baptism. I brought this sermon up today because we were going to baptize today. Well, we're not going to be able to, but we will next week, so the sermon's not wasted, okay? In Acts chapter 8, verses 35 through 38, Then Philip opened his mouth and began the same at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. 
And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we come to you thanking you for this opportunity to stand in this pulpit, Father. I don't take it lightly. Lord, I hope after today everybody can say they understand baptism better. In your precious name I pray. Amen. You know, there are so many different beliefs on baptism. It is no wonder that many people are confused. Some religions practice infant baptism. Some churches baptize by sprinkling water on the head of a believer. I know of at least one church that believes that you must be baptized in their church in order to go to heaven. Churches that believe that you can lose your salvation, they baptize again and again and again. As long as they keep recommitting their life to Christ, they baptize them again. Well, we'll be baptizing next week, several people, I hope. And I want everyone to know what the Baptist church believes about baptism. Of course, we believe that we're doing it right. What is baptism? Well, first of all, it is not infant baptism. Churches that practice infant baptism do it as a ritual. It's a really a big thing. They, they, they dress the baby up in some beautiful dress or clothes, and, and um, they, they give cards and gifts. It's a special time. They have baptized infants for centuries in their church, but in reality, it is much like when we dedicate a baby to service for the Lord. I've had the privilege of dedicating two since I've been your pastor here. And it is a beautiful service. Much the same way, except my dedication of a baby does not get that baby into heaven. And the danger of infant baptism is people believe that this act will get them into heaven. When witnessing to someone who was baptized as an infant, that becomes their defense. You ask them if they know Jesus, and they reply, I was baptized as a baby. I believe that people in these churches can and are saved many times, but it isn't from the infant baptism. The infant baptism will not save them. Baptism is an act of obedience. I like to refer to it as putting on the coat of Christianity. Be sure you understand this. There is no salvation in the water. There's no salvation. Salvation occurs when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. That's when you are saved. In our text, 
the eunuch wanted to be baptized. But Philip told him that first he must believe with all his heart. The eunuch's words of salvation were, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You know, a lot of people, we, we're, we're ritualistic sometimes in leading somebody to the Lord because we help them through a sinner's prayer. And that's because we want them to know what they're doing. We want them to know that they're being saved from their sins. But in the same token, salvation, Jesus Christ never gave an invitation where people come to an altar. Jesus Christ would look at you and say, follow me. That's all he would do. And people, when they followed him, accepted him as their savior. So there is no certain way you have to do it. The eunuch said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. In every example of baptism in the Bible, it is following the new Christian's conversion. Every time. So, when you are obedient to your Lord, being baptized is telling the world that you are a Christian. You're proud of the fact that you're a Christian. And you want the world to know that you're a Christian. That's what I call it, putting on the coat of Christianity. It lets people know who you are and what you stand for. You should be proud to be called a Christian. Amen? Amen. Baptism was established by Jesus as an ordinance of the church. We only have two ordinances. The cousin of Jesus, John the Baptist, he preached repentance and be baptized. Well, Jesus did not have to repent, for he had never sinned. But he went to John the Baptist, and Jesus started his earthly ministry by letting John the Baptist baptize him. He didn't have to repent. He did it as an example for his followers to do. Jesus set the example for all of us by being totally submerged in water when he was baptized. When he came up out of the water, God the Father said, this is my beloved son whom I am well pleased. We observe two ordinances in our church. We practice the communion which honors the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we practice baptism. After we accept Jesus as our Savior, we follow the Lord then in baptism, which is what we're going to do next Sunday. Jesus set the example on how to be baptized. It is by submersion, folks. That's the reason why we don't sprinkle. We believe that you need to get wet. And to get wet, you've got to go under. So, referring back to infant baptism, there was never an example in the Bible of infant baptism, ever. What is the proper order in being baptized? Well, first, you must hear the gospel. In Romans chapter 10, 
verses 15 to 17, 15 through 17, Paul says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah, or Isaiah says, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It doesn't matter what I say. What matters is what God says in his holy word. The gospel, which is simply, folks, the story of Jesus. That's all the gospel is. You hear me refer to the gospel a lot. It must be presented to a lost and dying world. Now, I want to make a comment here. The Apostle Paul never saw my feet. When he said, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. My feet are ugly, aren't they, Vicky? <laughs> I'm sorry. But they are. But the fact is, people, that we must have faith in Jesus Christ being our Savior. That is our only way to get to heaven. Without faith, you cannot be saved. And it tells us that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Once we have heard the gospel story, and it convicted our hearts of our sins, then we can move on to the next step. And the next step then, folks, is second, you must accept Jesus as your Savior. If you are not saved when you are baptized, all you accomplish is getting wet. That's all. As a child, when you went swimming, there was a lot of baptism going on, wasn't there? You baptized each other as often as you could. But that was not the real thing. You just got wet. Okay? Baptism is a very spiritual blessing for a young convert to experience. Every account in the Bible of someone converting to follow Jesus, they immediately would follow the Lord in baptism. That's the example we have, folks. You must be born again a new creature in Christ before you are baptized. Third, then you are baptized. It is the kind of like getting dressed. Okay? First, you got to hear the gospel. Second, you're saved. Third, you get baptized. You have a certain order when you get dressed, don't you? You do not disrupt that order. You don't wear your underwear over your pants. Nor do you wear your socks over your shoes. That just don't make sense, does it? But after becoming a new Christian, your next step is then to be baptized. Sometimes your baptism, baptism, baptism might be delayed just like today. We're delaying it one week to the next week. 
because of what's involved. We have to fill this baptistry and hold 600 gallons of water. We got to get it hot so the preacher don't shake too bad. <laughs> but it, we will get it done. I know one church here in town just baptizes twice a year. That's okay. That's what they do. But with a baptistry in our church, we can baptize when we want. I wouldn't, I would dearly love to use that baptistry every week. Every week. But do not put off being baptized. It's an important act and decision on your part as a born-again Christian. And be proud of your decision to follow Christ. Baptism tells the world that you are a Christian now. The day you accepted Jesus as your Savior, things changed forever. Forever. Everything became new in your life. Your new purpose was to follow Jesus. I have had the privilege to baptize two complete families in our church. Both families, I can see tremendous changes in their life. It's, it's so good to see. I'm proud of both families. When you are baptized, your family and all that love you are very proud of you. And don't you ever doubt it. They love the fact that you're following the Lord in baptism like you're supposed to. And there is no salvation in that water. We already said that, but you need to be sure you understand that. The denomination that teaches you must be baptized into their church in order to be saved is wrong. I'll, I'll be very blunt. I don't normally cut down any other religion, but they are wrong. That is preaching that salvation is in the water, not by the blood of Jesus Christ. I have no idea where they get that doctrine. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's pretty clear, isn't it, folks? Salvation and baptism are two separate events in a believer's life. They're both very important, but they're two separate events. Be strong in your faith. Know what you believe. And be willing to defend your faith with the world. And if you are saved, it is the right thing to do. Do not be afraid. Do not be ashamed. Do not be timid. Your baptism is something that you will remember the rest of your life. Just like the ad on TV says, just do it. That's all you need to do if you've been saved again, born again. Let's, let's pray. Dear Lord, we come to you in prayer, thanking you for the opportunity to preach to these wonderful people. We love them with all our heart. We pray, Lord, that if there's anybody here that needs to surrender their life to you, to be baptized, to be saved if they don't know you as your Savior. Let now, let now be the day that they come forward to do that.
In your precious name I pray. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. If you would like to receive text alerts to your phone with announcements and prayer requests, you can send a text to 81010 with at HVBCNM in the body of the text. If you have any trouble with getting signed up, please ask for help from Christina or Dan. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m., and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We now offer the option to listen to the sermon during Sunday morning services over your car's FM radio. Thank you, and God bless.